the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Happy Friday! Y'all wanna, is it Friday Fun Day? Are we having fun? <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but those of us in conservative media have not particularly had a good time having to cover the speaker race on top of, and that's on having to do this on top of the Israel Hamas war in the anti-Semitism pro-terrorism movement in our government, in our country today. It has been a week. I got to tell y'all, but um, glad to have you guys along with us for the ride. We've got continued breaking news on the speaker house. And I got to tell you, I'm just going to start off with this before I then bring in my dude here, my partner, with me every night of the week is if your hot take right now, as I'm seeing from people, even people that I respect in conservative in conservative media and in conservative news right now, if your hot take is that Matt Gates is the bad guy, we're in way worse trouble in this country and in a party and in a conservative movement than I thought we were. Okay. Uh, if you miss any part of tonight's show, download our podcast Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Our 24-hour hotline is 844-814-5227. I'm bringing in my Padna now. Um, uh, yeah, he's got thoughts. I've got thoughts. We both got questions. Uh, uh, I got to bring him in for the ride tonight. He is spicy. He's yummy. He's sassy. He's full of all kinds of vitamins and minerals. It's DJ Sesame Broccolini. You got it, dude. Sesame Broccolini. Mm, yummy. I'll tell you what isn't yummy. All of this chaos going on with the GOP right now. I just, look, figure it out, guys. Seriously, the clock's ticking. Jordan was our guy. Yeah, he was. And the interesting thing is, is that um, I kind of had to laugh. When I saw that Biggs canceled on us yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we don't take it He's, personally. Oh, no. Because, see, Biggs has been on my show a long time. And Biggs, Biggs I, I think Biggs is in, in a tough spot um, for a variety of different reasons. And I'm not the only show he canceled on yesterday. Let's just say that. Oh. Uh, yes. Um, because the eight people... Are being what did I say at the open of the show? If your hot take is to blame Gates and the other eight people today, you got it all wrong. And they have not only been taking the slings and the arrows within the conference uh, from dopey conservatives who don't understand the big picture or don't care or can't see the big picture of what's going on, they're starting to feel the frustration of those of us that have even supported the eight. And there was breaking news on that. And when you mentioned today and involving them and, and a plan that they had and an offer they put on the table today. And the reason why you made me think about Biggs is he actually tweeted out 
on X, um, I don't even know what to call it these days. He tweeted out, I'm just going to keep calling it a tweet, just like everybody kept calling Prince Prince. So he tweeted out earlier, uh, the cha- there's chaos in Washington, but it's not in the Republican Party. And that's an interesting take. I didn't really have a chance to read all of it. Um, and I think that he's right in one sense, not even having read all the article. This is manufactured chaos. When you have somebody as popular among the Republican Party base as Jim Jordan, somebody, Benny Johnson tweeted out today, there's not one American or Republican voter out there that does not want, and that's who we're supposed to be represented by, right? The Republican Party has the majority in the House. And of the Republican Party, there's not one American out there, one Republican American who would not be happy with Jim Jordan. Right. And that's what's supposed to be happening. So why is Jim Jordan not Speaker of the House? They don't represent us. Right. That's the real issue going on here. We don't need to have chaos. When Kevin McCarthy, who signed his name to the rules that involved one person could file a motion to vacate if he didn't fulfill his promises and he didn't fulfill his promises and the trigger was pulled. And Jim Jordan, the most next to Trump, the most popular Republican that we have in government says, I want the job. He should, he should have been in the job a week ago. The fact that he's not is because this Republican party wants to manufacture crisis. Same thing that they did when Trump was in office, all the backstabbers, the spies, all leaking, leaking his phone calls, manufacturing chaos to try to cut him off at the knees. And that's what they're doing here. Throughout the week, I've been asked questions like over on uh, Tipping Point with Kara McKinney. And by the way, if you guys are not watching Tipping Point with Kara McKinney, I mean, she's absolutely so brilliant. And it's an honor to be on her show every Tuesday. And she asked me and I was she asked me Tuesday if I thought Jordan was going to be speaker. And one of my answers was dead on accurate. And another one, I was completely wrong. But if I had been paying attention to myself with my first answer, I would have been correct on my second. She asked me about Meeks. She asked me about why Meeks, Congresswoman Meeks, wouldn't be supporting Jim Jordan. And at the at the point, I thought, I don't even, that's a great question. I don't know a whole lot about Congressman Meeks. So let me use my third eye here. Let me use my gut instincts here and say that I think she's compromised. She's compromised somehow because one of the main complaints that people had about Jim Jordan was that he was going to go in too hard on the impeachment. Well, why would anybody have a problem? Why would any Republican have a problem with impeaching Joe Biden who had sold off the country? And and there's breaking news on that today, by the way. I said, she's got to be compromised. She's got to be compromised. And I went on to say that, and then I was asked if I thought Jim Jordan would be, uh, well, let me finish my thought on being compromised, that she's got to be compromised some way. And that the reason why they don't want Jim Jordan is because he's proven that he's committed, that he's going to do proper oversight and hold corrupt elected officials accountable. I had no idea. That was just a shot in the dark as to what was going on with Meeks, right? I was incorrect when, and I, and I admit when I'm wrong, and, I'm, and y'all know, you longtime Andrea Keisha listeners know that I'm, I've been almost never wrong. I was wrong about Jim Jordan. To catch you up, if you're not familiar with what happened today, he did go forward with a third vote this morning and he failed. And instead of, on the third vote, continuing to call for another round and another round and another round, which is what Kevin McCarthy did until it got to 15 rounds, he had a secret meeting behind closed doors in which he failed and then he backed off. 
In the meantime, the eight people, the brave eight, Matt Gates, Rosendale, Biggs, and all the rest, did a letter and said, look, if you guys, you know, we'll take the heat. We will allow ourselves to be censured. We will allow ourselves to be kicked off of conference if you'll just do the right thing and vote for Jim Jordan. And then there was the secret meeting and they wouldn't vote for him. And Jordan backed out practically with tears in his eyes because at that point he realized and I and 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 part of me thought he's got he's got sharp elbows he's going to stay in it for the fight but little did i know that my answer about meeks was so correct that jim jordan never had a chance here's what um somebody shared shared with me this morning, I got a text message about a Gateway Pundit article, and I'm not sure, Sesame Broccolini, since you're very busy today, if you had a chance to see this. But according to Gateway Pundit, here's our explanation as to those holdouts and why they were never going to back down. It was a game of chicken, and Jim Jordan in that secret meeting knew that they were never going to vote for him. It was never going to happen because of the extent of how compromised Meeks is, and 13 of the 22 rhino holdouts led by Steve Scalise. Have you heard this story today, Sesame Broccolini? I haven't, but I do have some thoughts. So keep going, please. I want to know how this, you know, where this goes. According to, um, as I I think as uncovered by O'Keefe media, I think they were the people who who found this out. Um, Steve Scalise is the driving force. We knew Steve Scalise was the driving force behind the 22 rhinos. Uh, to stop Jim Jordan. What we didn't realize until uh, this report today that Steve Scalise and 13 of the 22 holdouts are connected to illegal campaign donations via FTX. Sound familiar? One of the things I said this week, didn't I? When I talked about the holdouts, I talked about what were they holding out over Ukraine. One of the things I talked about was campaign donations to Republicans. I didn't realize, and and I talked about that after I answered on Tipping Point about Meeks. I didn't realize I was on to something there. Now I see it that as uncovered by uh, O'Keefe Media and somebody else, I'm not exactly sure if it was uh, Gateway Pundit. Yeah, it was Gateway Pundit and O'Keefe Media Group. Um, uh, Scalise and the and the other uh, right, thirteen of the twenty-two rhino, rhino holdouts were taking money through the FTX money laundering scandal. Remember, did didn't I talk about this the other night, Sesame Broccolini? Yeah, we did. Yep, that money was going to Ukraine. That money from Ukraine was going to FTX, and that it was coming back to parties in in. Uh, form of campaign donations. So I was already onto this and didn't even realize how deep it was. According to this report, the former CEO of FTX, Ryan Salome, pled guilty last month to, quote, conspiracy to make unlawful political contributions and defraud the Federal Election Commission and conspiracy to commit and to operate an unlicensed money transmitting business. Salome admitted his job at FTX was to illegally funnel money to Republican politicians and political causes, while his co-conspirator Sam Bankman-Fried funneled money to Democrats. According to Salome, the donations were to support initiatives supported by Bankman-Fried. Bankman-Fried's dearest initiative appears to be Joe Biden, as he made the second largest single donation to his 2020 presidential campaign. 
Another initiative of Bankman Freed was Steve Scalise, the man currently preventing Jim Jordan from becoming speaker. Bankman's straw donor and CEO Salome donated 2900 to Scalise a month before the 22 midterms. Well, AK, that's not a whole lot of money. Well, here's where it really gets ugly and illegal. By the way, the rhinos accepting these funds include Kay Granger, Mike Simpson, Carlos Jimenez, Jen Higgins, Marinette Miller-Meeks, Ms. Meeks, Mike Lawler, Steve Womack, Mike Kelly, Mike, uh, I already said Mike Simpson, uh, Mario Diaz-Ballart, Linda Chavez-Derimer, Andrew Barbarino, Tony Gonzalez, and John Rutherford. And Mike Simpson, by the way, and Kay Granger were really angry at a bunch of calls they got. Their offices have been flooded with angry calls from constituents. And Simpson tweeted out, I'm not going to be intimidated. I'll vote for who I want. Excuse me, you're supposed to be voting for who we want. We want. And it was either Kay Granger or Maria Diaz, one of the one of the ladies there, alleged ladies, tweeted out, I was in the Navy. I've fought for this country. As though that's somehow some cover for you to do whatever the heck you want to do. But let me get back to these illegal. So anytime anybody's response is like that, this is why Jim Jordan realized realized that it was done for him. The corruption is so deep that there's no way that they could let Jim Jordan ever get near a speaker. This is about the swamp gathering together, circling the wagons and telling Jim Jordan it ain't never going to happen. Let me go on with these campaign donations. Um, so illegal donations from uh, Salome and his co-conspirator was just the tip of the iceberg um, because it looks as though FTX and entities like it are laundering possibly billions of dollars through something called donor mules. Um, yeah, let me finish this up, uh, Sesame, and then we can go to break. Donor mules are people whose identities are being used without their knowledge to launder large amounts of cash into campaign coffers. So there'll be like some little old lady in Georgia who donates $22. They take her name, as is the case in Steve Scalise's FEC records. A retired woman from Marietta, Georgia, is credited with donating to Scalise 98 times in a single day with amounts varying from $3 to $22.50. And according to this article, this is why Scalise and the other holdouts were never going to let Jim Jordan near speaker. And it's one of the reasons why they're angry today and have been furious that McCarthy was removed. Shame on anybody, including my good friends, Kurt Schlichter and John Cardillo and Steve Dace from The Blaze and others who to this afternoon and tonight are claiming that the problem is Matt Gates and Andy Biggs and Rosendale or any of the rest. We've got eight people in Congress that are fighting to save this nation, to try to stop the corruption and the graft that's taking place. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue the discussion. I know my dude Sesame Broccolini has some things he wants to say, and I want to hear from him when we come back. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I want to thank you guys, by the way, for the emails I continue to get. Uh, with thoughts and prayers uh, for me feeling down in my back this week and 
stuff going on. I appreciate you guys so much and keep those prayers rolling. I'm glad it's Friday because I'm just going to chill this weekend and got some got a list of uh, weekend things I want to watch. So, but uh, continuing on though with our discussion about the speaker race and what's going on. Um, because Gateway Pundit blew the lid off of really what's going on with these holdouts um, and the, the illegal money laundering scheme that seems to have been taking place through FTX and other entities. Um, your thoughts on all of this, Sesame Broccolini? Well, I'm, gra- I'm glad that you brought up money laundering because that's exactly what's been going on in Ukraine. Ukraine has been a cash cow for these people in Congress who may or may not be insider trading, but are certainly very close with the defense contractors that make all the HIMAR missiles and everything else that we're sending over there. And it's clear that Jim Jordan is going to go after that corruption. It's clear Jim Jordan, well, was, and he was not interested in playing that playing ball basically with Kiev and with Zelensky. And now the whole, you know, international, you know, ecosystem is looking toward Israel instead of Ukraine as well. And maybe the establishment is really upset about that. But like you're saying, this is the swamp. And and Matt Gates, he did tweet something earlier. It was actually pretty funny to me because he said, you know, as a Florida man, he knows what happens when you drain a swamp. The alligators come out, the snakes come out, all the swamp creatures are going to fight like heck to make sure that they maintain their vice grip on power in this country. So clearly there is something going on in the Republican Party. I'm not sure if these other 20 are just compromised for other reasons. If they're a part of the, you know, Ukraine money laundering scheme, maybe they're doing the same things that the Bidens are doing. And that's why they're nervous when when Jordan starts talking about rooting out corruption and impeaching Joe. So I don't know what's going on other than we've ruffled the right feathers. The establishment's very nervous. At the same time, it's very frustrating that more people are aren't supporting jordan as the votes go by and look it took mccarthy a long time i don't necessarily care about a time frame i'm just wondering why people keep voting for scalise or voting for others or voting for mike garcia from california you're throwing your vote away and i guess it's very frustrating because it's like you're putting your personal beef and your personal animus above the will of your constituents the Mm well-being of your countrymen and that is the absolute worst thing that's the cardinal sin a politician can commit well according to this article here um there's many of these same uh fec records showing donor mules uh for the all uh for uh the 22 holdouts preventing jim jordan what i think one of the people have been scratching their heads well why did they do why, why did mccarthy promise that he would impeach joe biden he promised he would impeach mayorkas he prom- made all these promises why wouldn't they do it because the because the republican party doesn't want accountability Hillary Clinton knew she was never going to go to jail. They all know that there's no accountability for the elites. They, they, you know, uh, and, and the Republican Party doesn't want any because they're just as crooked. We, you know, this should not come as a surprise to me or anybody else, quite frankly, that they, that that base. And if these reports are true, what this means, America, is this means that these 22 Republicans have been selling off our country in much the same way, just in a different type of money situation as Joe Biden. 
That's why they don't want. That's why they did the phony impeachment inquiry to kick it into 2024. And Joe Biden knows he's not going anywhere. That's why they did. Trey Gowdy led the phony um, Benghazi hearings, negotiating with Hillary Clinton behind the scenes because he, it, it, uh, on terms of how many hearings they were going to have, because, quote, he didn't want to affect the outcome of the elections. We've got a one party rule system in this country. We have eight Republicans that are standing in the gap right now to try to save this country. The takeaway needs to be a wake up call to save this nation and to do what we've got to do to support the eight and tell the rest of them, tell the RNC, tell all of these rhinos, we're done with you. Enjoy it because you're not going to get another minute back in office. And by the way, this 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 uh, took place today, the day after Joe Biden gave a speech last night that we oh we've got to help our partners we need uh, it's vital that we do this war package he didn't tell the american people because he's counting on the low information voters what he what he was asking for last night it, he wants a total of a hundred billion dollars and most of it for where ukraine and the republican party the scalises and all the rest of them that are on the take whether it's through these donor mules whether it's through their defense contractor military industrial complex crap or what and by the way there's another report out today about Mitt Romney remember during the on gateway pundit remember during 2019 and the impeachment of Donald J Trump and and he said that he didn't Mitt Romney claimed he didn't know anything about Burisma his business partner was on the board of Burisma at the time the Republican Party is as corrupt as Joe Biden and the Hunter and, and the Biden crime family. That's the reality today. And McCarthy had the gall to get up there today and give the nominating speech for Jim Jordan, knowing he was never going to get the votes so he could turn right around tonight and nominate his friend. Who's Nancy Pelosi in a Ugo Boss suit, Tom Emmer, to be Speaker of the House. Uh, there's a clip from McCarthy saying that the Republican Party is a mess. I think we should play it because it's the only time I've probably ever agreed with Kevin McCarthy. Won't you, but why won't you say what you think? We are in a very bad place right now. Yes. When are you going to this conference? Yeah, we are. <laughs> and it's not funny. And I'll tell you another really bad take that's going on, primarily by the DeSantis team, by the way. That Jordan went down because he was endorsed by Trump. Can you think of a dumber take today, Sesame Broccolini? That's about as dumb as it, <laughs> as it gets. Um, and I just I can't believe it. But McCarthy's actually hitting the nail on the head. I don't know why it's it's funny either. But but I will say, look, I I don't understand if Republicans just like to lose or if there is just a corrupt uniparty system and many Republicans belong in it. But it really does feel like conservatives just are politically homeless like true america first conservatives don't really have any real representation in the government aside from a handful of people in a particular caucus who right now are showing us just how deep the deep state really is yeah and uh, uh it's up to us to save it it's up to us to save this country no amount of sitting back being lazy Watching, you know, whatever, you know, British baking show, whatever it is, and thinking I won't pay attention to politics until it's time to go vote. And then you don't even know who's who's who these people are on the ballot. Right. Is 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 going to save this nation. It's going to have to be. Uh, all but eight of representatives in the House of Representatives, all but eight needing to be primaried and replaced. That's a lot. That's a long haul.
That's a long slog to make that happen. It's about getting rid of Mitch McConnell. It's about getting rid of all of the entrenched career politicians. It's about getting rid of Ronna McDaniel in the RNC. We had a chance at having Harmeet Dillon, and I'm not even the biggest fan of Harmeet Dillon. I think she's a little too establishment, a little squishy for my taste. But, you know, and, and um, we've got a tough road to hoe. We can do it, um, but, we, you know, we've got to be willing to fight more. Do you think Sesame Broccolini that Jim Jordan gave up too quickly, or do you agree with me that he got behind those closed doors? Uh, he, he, he's got it, and I think he knows um you know that that he, he's dealing with uh, cor- corrupt um people in his own in his own conference in or do you think he gave up too quickly no i look i i don't like to see it but i completely understand it because i think he realizes he's kind of at the end of the road here and the rest are either bought off compromised don't care or they're corrupt so it, it, it's it's he he understands clearly it's just beating the same dead horse over and over and over again with the same talking points. He can try to be flexible. He can try to make deals, but these people are simply bought off. They're compromised, and there's no changing their minds. He's going into these negotiations. The other side's already made up their mind. They're, if they've already voted for Scalise twice, they're going to do it again and again and again and again, no matter what he says and no matter what he does. And it's infuriating. Because, yeah, I feel bad for him. Yeah. I really do. He. Yeah. It was a valiant effort, honestly. Yeah. Because and it's not Matt Gates who's a pyromaniac who blew anything up or any of the eight. It's the establishment. It's the Republican Party that is blowing. I can't blame the Democrats here. We have control of the House. We have control of the purse strings. It's the Republican Party that's at fault for this. And I've got good friends of mine that work within the Republican Party as volunteers. But I can't stay silent because of my friends, because because this is too real. This is too real. We are on the precipice of losing this country. And not just economically. We've got a professor. Did you hear about the uh, professor at UC Davis who tweeted out Mm -hmm. that we can find the names of the Jewish um, uh, journalists and their home addresses and their children and tweeted out emojis of an axe, a knife. How sick is that? Completely sick. She's probably still got a job. DeCristo, Gemma DeCristo, I think her name is. Professors all over this country calling for jihad. We have we have a, a, a sitting congresswoman who was caught, who was perpetrating, propagating a lie and calling for violence against the president of the United States. And we got a Republican Party that doesn't give a crap about any of that. All they care about is their own positions of power. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears because Friday is always fun day for me because I get to talk to my buddy, Bob Walters. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea Kay show on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show on this Friday edition. Can you tell I'm already perking up a little bit from, uh, my mood that's because friday means bob walters my dear friend who shares with you actually starting to share more and more good news of what's happening out there in education and then uh some updates on what's happening to remind us that we got to get active what was i talking about the uh, in the last two segments we can't count on others to save this country we've got to do it ourselves all right bob walters kick us off with some good news tonight all right here he goes uh, San Francisco Bay Area private schools dominated Nietzsche's best high schools in California. Weird. 
Seven of the ten best schools are in the Bay Area. Sanford Online High School is number two best in the state, and it's in the Bay Area. Sharp contrast to the public school ratings, where 80% of the students are not literate at their grade level. So basically, in the Bay Area, where we've got all the big tech people, all their kids are going to private schools, and yep. those are the top schools, and all these lefties who supposedly care about the minorities, those poor kids are coming out dumb. Yep, they are. Big time. Okay. All right. Well, but, the good news is, is if you can afford private school, your kids can still get a good education in the Bay Area. That's right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Texas Senate Education Committee passed a bill to fund students instead of systems. This is in Texas. Every family will now have a choice of what school to attend versus public schools. The full Senate now has to approve it, but it's expected to pass next week. Well, that's excellent. We need choice. Yes, it is. Yeah, so it's, yeah it's imagine if the kids. Yeah, imagine if the kids up in the Bay Area in those public schools had an opportunity I, to go to the private schools up there where they might be. I know it's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, then you got Governor Newsom, not to be outdone, has signed a bill which would grant up to $5,000 to students transferring to predominantly black colleges, mainly located in the South. Why are you doing that? I have no idea. I guess that's okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I don't know how to think about that. So he's going to grant up to $5,000 to students transferring to... So basically, it's just an increase. It's it's um, an incentive to go to historical black colleges and universities um, out of California. So Correct. that at, at the same time that he's offering in-state tuition to Mexicans who live south of the border here in like Tijuana and Rosarita. OK. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. It's All right. Another major university at Penn State backer. Halts donations and calls on other Jews to do the same. David Mangerman is not the first and won't be the last to withdraw their donations of $17 million this past year to the university. And that's because of the uh, anti-Semitic students? Correct. And here's Excellent. Another one. Following Harvard's initial failure to condemn a statement from student groups blaming Israel for the Hamas terror attacks, Another billionaire got his ties and donations. Leslie Wexler will not be the first and probably not the last for that university either. Good. Good. There yeah. needs to be some consequences. We we in the conservatives don't believe in consequences in the form of throwing people in jail for words we don't like. But, you know, this is this is what I've been calling for, which is some good old fashioned shunning. You're an anti-Semite. You're pro-terrorist. If you're not funding it, quite frankly, there should be investigated by the FBI to see what they're doing to enable terrorism. And if not, you can say nonsense, but nobody, nobody, you know, people are not going to want anything to do with you. And they're certainly not going to want to hire you. That's true. Mm -hmm. The Birmingham mayor, Woodfin is his name, says half of the third graders are truant and have not been in class for weeks this semester. He warns parents that they could not, they could be prosecuted if he does not return them to school in the next week. Third graders. I mean, what what is going on in, in your home state of Alabama, my dude? I mean, third graders aren't going to class? You stay at home watching TV or something. I don't know. I, we know in Birmingham, it's that's not necessarily a big bank town. 
You know, it's not like these kids are, a lot of them are being homeschooled, you know, who knows if they're sitting in crack houses or whatever, you know, I, 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 that's terrible. I don't know what's happening down there. Kind of is. Here's another one. It is good though. Putting it into the pronoun game, Pentagon reverses gender pronoun policy amid mounting criticism, which is good. Ooh, that's excellent news. They're even going to stop having, um, those, uh, uh, queens uh, standing on the street trying to recruit soldiers to sign up for the military. <laughs> Did you say queens? I want it recorded. I want Sesame. I, I think we need to pull that. That Bob Walters had to use the term queen in a report. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're such a gentleman. You're such a gentleman and such an old school gentleman. It's kind of funny to hear you have to report on this insanity. It's just crazy. I don't know what right, co- did the art did the report um, give any any background in terms of what forced the Pentagon's hand to retract and reverse their policy on these pronouns? Well, they, they interviewed uh, 400 uh, military men who dropped out of the military and did not rejoin. And 40 percent of them, that was one of the main reasons they did this pronoun game where you got to have pronouns of a certain type, even for female officers or whatever. That doesn't match anything where any of are used to. They're tired of it. They want to do it anymore. So yeah, because of that, t- they, they reverse their, their policy. Good. Again, yeah. consequences. Very good. All right, you got some college crazies? UCLA professors offering extra credit for teach-in supporting Hamas. Mm. Hundreds of kids demonstrate in, I know, demonstrate in support of Hamas and their actions. I don't know what teach-in, some kind of class teaching them to support Hamas. So, uh, okay. So they're actually compensating and rewarding students for sitting in and supporting a terrorist organization that slaughtered 1,400 Jews at UCLA. Yeah. I mean, how that's what they're doing. That's it's 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 a threat to our national security, because one of the things that's missing in the conversation this week is that that what you know what happened in israel was not just an attack on israel that was the largest islamic terror attack on americans since the pulse nightclub happened in june of 2016 in which 49 americans died more americans were killed in that israel attack than at the boston marathon bombing and for a college or university in the united states to allow pro-terrorist rallies to take place in a school is uh, uh, it tells me that this nation w- that we need to be we need to be arming ourselves and put and making sure we've got some way to defend ourselves in our own homes because we might be visited door to door like what happened in Israel, especially with all the illegals coming in from these Middle East countries. Mm-hmm. Okay, why are government colleges dropping standardized tests? It's because they know the failure of government public schools. Half of the new admittees would not have to been accepted if the test had been required. Well, does this help yeah. minority kids to get to college or suffer big debt or fail the pass and find a good job when they get out? <laughs> they do more harm wow. than blacks and minorities by these programs that they think is not helping, not hurting the blacks and actually are hurting them. They're hurting them big time. Well, yeah. I mean, the, you know, the left likes to talk about prison pipelines for, for, uh, black people, but these are the college debt pipelines, right? Undereducate yeah. them, churn out, churn out illiterate uh, people who can't, you know, do anything for themselves. And 
and at, at high school, so we won't have grades and SAT scores um, because of, quote, equity, knowing that what they've done is they've created an entire class of illiterate, you know, graduating seniors. So then they put them in these colleges and universities that they don't belong in. They rack up debt. You know, and, you know, really have no future except to be dependent on the government. That's the pipeline that's going on here. And then the taxpayers uh, are told, well, these poor kids can't get a job. We've got to relieve the debt. That's That's going on here. Right. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. Another segment with Bob Walters. So don't you go anywhere because, you know, Bob always brings you topics and news and information that you're never going to hear anywhere else. Don't go away. Andrea Kay, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Bob Walters, you got any more college craziness going on or just some more bad news for us? (laughs) I have some more college. Less than a week after Israel was struck by a mass invasion by Hamas, American college students who express support for Hamas are now being forced to recant since many employers have said any such position means they won't hire these kids. And when they word got out that the big employers like Walmart were checking for the names of everyone who signed and was involved in the protest so they would not hire them for jobs. That's I have not heard that anywhere else. The only thing that I had heard was about the um, Wall Street guy who Goldman Sachs billionaire who said that other CEOs from Wall Street want and law firms wanted to know. I hadn't heard about Bank of America, Walmart and Google. I love this IBM. Look, I mean, why would anybody want to hire a terrorist or a terrorist sympathizer? And that's what these that's what these kids are presenting themselves to be. So that's that's really good news. That's interesting. It is. It is good news. All right. Then you got IBM, Bank of America, Walmart and Google and many others have announced plans to reduce the number of jobs needing a college degree. This is in response to the reality that many with degrees are not literate or functional to the level they need to be. That's kind of good news and sad at the same time. Well, it is. I mean, it, it depends on the type of work, right? Because, you know, I can tell you that I don't really know. I guess I used my college degree when I worked at Xerox. Um, but, I mean, I, you know, I mean, so many of these college degrees don't really translate to the work at a four-year degree, you know, school, it depends on what the job is and what you're, what you're being hired to do. And if people are illiterate and they, you know, it's often time. And we're also at a different place in in the country than in my generation first coming out of college, because then it was this one track corporate sales or commercial real estate. Now people hop around and change careers entirely. So, you know, I've got so many friends with geology degrees that ended up becoming, you know, psychologists. So, you know, or, or, you know, opening up an Etsy shop or a boutique that you don't need a degree for. So um, it's just more, it's more information that people, you know, can, can reinforce the idea that not everybody needs to go to a four-year school. Yeah, they have a big debt on them. And they got rid of the shop classes in high school, so that kind of shut that off for kids to get a job mm-hmm. in construction. Good pay and no no debt. Anyway. All right. Then a judge granted a temporary restraining order against Chino Valley Unified Schools, which passed a resolution to inform parents of any sign of gender change with a student. That's a shame. They were one of the 11 school districts that 
that said they would announce it and tell the parents and yeah. keep the parents informed. And now they've been knocked down by the local court with a judge appointed by Biden. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, they've amassed right. so much power to push their agenda through the D- Department of Justice and through the courts. It's it's really frightening. And a lot of these judges can't be held accountable, you know, by a vote. You know, uh, you know, a lot of them are, are nominated by presidents and they're there for a lifetime. I know. I guess some other bad news, too. Governor Newsom oh, no. just signed a law which blocks schools from banning books due to sexual, racial or LGBT focus. Uh I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly sending the message that, you know, pornography to students and sexualizing children is the game plan here. Yeah, six-year-old kids only going to do anal sex. That's something you want to teach them with these books. No. I swear. No. Yeah. Uh, California Assembly passed the Constitutional Amendment, which would allow race-based programs. The Senate must now approve it, and then it goes to the ballot. I don't quite know what they mean by race-based programs. Doesn't sound good to me. Yeah. um, Allow race. What kind of programs? You know, these are the kinds of things that get passed that sound, uh, you know, they always like to they're the left is masters at the word games. And this kind of thing that can sound really good on an initiative or whatever or on an assembly bill. And you find out the details of it. And, you know, and we're, you know, flat out discriminating against people. Bob, I think we only have about a minute left. Want to tell everybody about We the Kids? Okay. Well, We the Kids is a great organization. It helps teach kids about our history and our Constitution and have love and loyalty to the country. And they give you books and materials you can share with your kids after school so you can undo the indoctrination the kids got in school and help give them a good, balanced education as far as American history and our Constitution. And that's, uh, you, get it, you can look it up by wethekids.us and learn about them. And they'll also send you materials books and, and, and papers that can help you in that training class that you could do in the afternoon when the kids get home. Worth doing. They've got great gear. They've got great gear. Every time I wear my We The Kids t-shirt and hat, people ask me where I got it. You go to wethekids.us, right? Um, yep. it, it also, they've got their Patriot Switch, so you can get information on the website for that where uh, I, I can't remember the name of, of the company because it's it's interesting name, Molecule or something. But the, the information is on the We The Kids website. And that's where you can, by making purchases through Patriot Switch, help support We The Kids. So it's a yeah, great I, organization. You got one minute more? I got um, a shocker here. Um, well, <laughs> go ahead, Bob. Real quick, 30 Governor, seconds. Governor Newsom signed the bill which ends willful disobedience suspensions from K to 12 and in charter schools. The only thing the kids can offer is intervention or support with social discussion. This is a pipeline. It's claimed that suspension is the pipeline to prison for bad kids. But meantime, kids that can scream and yell and shout and throw things at the teacher, they can't do anything to them at all. You can't wow. even criticize them. Terrible. Terrible. And this is why you guys need to be listening to Bob every Friday so you can know what's happening in the schools. Bob Walters, love you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, you take care. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye now. Stay tuned. we got another hour of the Andrea K. Show coming up. Michael Seifert from Public Square will be here. Don't go away. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.